Last week we talked about John chapter 20. Welcome to Growing in His Word. Last week was a radical chapter. We talked about Jesus breathing on the Holy Spirit on on His disciples. Listen, Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when He had said this, He breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you, if and see, we talked about that. And 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 Lord, we just come before you, Father, and we pray to you, Jesus, because we ask for wisdom. Lord, we have none. It's all from you, Lord, and we thank you, Father. We just thank you for growing in His Word, Lord. We ask that you come by your Holy Spirit, because Lord, you are the ultimate teacher, Father. You are the one who teaches this, so we ask it in your name, Jesus. Amen. Welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. I'm Joseph. I'm excited because, listen, Thomas was on a doubting mode, man, and <laughs> I told you last week we were where Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit and how He breathed the Holy Spirit on believers and how we can receive the Holy Spirit. It's the ministry to which Jesus called the disciples, and we, we talked about how it required spiritual power and and how the apostles who were to become the foundation of the church at the Pentecost here, Jesus breathed the Spirit into the disciples at Pentecost. But the Spirit united the believers into one body. And listen, it empowered them to testify of Jesus. And that is what it's about, folks. Testification about Jesus in our lives. It's really not about drama and politics and and it's 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 verse by verse jesus is alive today and he wants to talk about verse by verse chapter by chapter and that's what growing in his word does it it edifies it each other but but what it does is it creates a, a bond the holy spirit does it's a free gift that first corinthians talks about man it's it's it, it unifies us. It's the foundation of the, of the church. We are the church. We don't need buildings. We have each other. So many times I hear about it. Man, you know, I got to get to the church and get... We are the church. Yes, churches are important. Without a church, you can't gather. Yes, I know, but we, we're here. We're two or more gathered in my name. We're going to church. Jesus is here. The Holy Spirit, my point is, has never left us. And it's never divided us. It's empowered us to testify of Jesus. And so the reception of the Spirit here is a a reminiscent of the creative breath of God in Adam and Eve in Genesis 2-7. Yet the gift here was not a human spirit, but the Spirit of the living God. Jesus Christ is alive and he loves you and he's got a plan for you. You're special just because you're Hispanic or Chinese or Jew or French or Dominica Republica, anywhere. You're, you're special. You ever wake up on, 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 if you're Jewish Hanukkah or if you're Messianic Jewish or you're a Christian, Christmas or whatever it may be. Your birthday, or you, you ever wake up and someone brings you a beautiful gift and it's got a bow on it and you don't know what it is and you shake it, you don't want to break it, and and, and it's that's how it is. 
Jesus Christ gave you a gift. And in this gift you unraveled, it's the Holy Spirit. And it's free. And this Spirit will set you free. And this is what Jesus is saying. We don't got to waste our time on negative issues and drama and things of the past. Jesus is saying, look forward and let my Holy Spirit work in you. Verse 24 says, Now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve, he was one of the twelve disciples, was not with them when Jesus came. Wonder why? We're going to get into that. But verse 25 says, The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. They're telling him, Look, man, you don't got to doubt. You don't got to doubt uh, our God. Talk, listen, this is, this is where, where, where he's talking to them about how God is real. And no matter what you're going through in this life, Jesus Christ is going to come through for us because He'll never leave us and He's faithful. He is faithful even in the end. No matter what. Look it, we're all going to, we're all going to die. I mean, everyone's got to die. <laughs> but, but dying is living because when we die, we get a new home. We don't got to sit and worry. Jesus is there. Here it comes, man. Jesus was nailed to the cross. He was resurrected. And now he's, 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 he's on earth. He's walking. He's now alive. He's alive spiritually and physically. Isn't that important to you? It's important to me. It's impo- it should be important to every human. Not the elections. Oh, you don't say that. It's political. It's about Jesus. I said it seven weeks ago. I said it a year ago. And I'll say it again. It's about Jesus. All eyes on the cross. And now you don't even have to have it on the cross anymore. Jesus has already been taken off the cross. He died. He rose. And here He is. Wow. Amazing. Be yourself. Accept Jesus. Allow Him in your life. And you'll have peace. You'll have peace to you. Because Jesus is only the peaceful giver. Listen. Listen. Thomas was upset. It looks like he was a denier. Not a denier, but an unbeliever. He didn't believe. Because he couldn't see. He was blind. And so many of us are blind. Because they can't see the Holy Spirit in our life. Listen. Listen. Look at his hands. It's going to come soon. Watch. Verse 25. 20. The other disciples therefore said to him, We've seen him. We've seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see his hands, the print of his nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand in his side, I will not believe. Wow. Wow. Stop right there. Wow. Wow. Thomas was not present when Jesus appeared to his disciples because... <laughs> There's reasons for that, man. Wow. You ever see people today? I got to see it to believe it. They don't have faith. It comes down to faith. It's like, it's, it's, it's simple. I believe that Thomas was a doubter for a reason. Why? So that we can be closer to God. 
you lose something, you don't have nothing, you're worried, your bills aren't being paid, who comes, who comes through for you? Jesus. You have nothing in this life? I get it. Trust in Jesus. You got to do your part, but trust in the Holy Spirit. He will provide her. Jesus is the guider. He's the provider. And he, and he is not the divider. Whatever you're going through in this life right now, you may feel like Judas. Because you haven't gotten what you wanted. It's not about us. It's about Jesus in us. Leading the way in our lives. I guarantee after I'm gone and dead and been with the Lord, these sermons are going to stay on, man, because I've made them stay on. They're locked in the system. They're not going anywhere. People are going to come back and say, wow, the Holy Spirit was right. We need to trust in Jesus because he will provide for us and he will not deny us of that righteous promise. Listen, Judas was upset. I want to see it. How many days, how many people do we see that today? I, I want to see it. I was at the park the other day studying for this new job that I got, man. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's an amazing job, the opportunity that I, have, I got. I'm, you know, God's providing. And I, this lady walks up with her dog. And she's like, oh, hi. You know, everything's... Cool and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, how's your, how you doing? I remember you. Yeah, oh, praise. Yeah, what you doing? We're just talking about the Lord and yeah. We get into the Lord and this and that. Well, she says, I go to church. Yeah, I go to church. <laughs> and I go, oh, which church you go to? You know, and oh, I go to this church down the street. And I said, oh, that's neat. But she says, I don't believe in Jesus though. I go only go for my husband. Wow. It's amazing. Are you kidding me? We gotta have a, we have to have a conversation about Jesus Christ. Well, I've come from a communist country and I don't believe. And that's why. That's not a reason. Folks, believers, we need to get out there and give a reason why Jesus is alive. We need to depend on the blessed hope of the Holy Spirit. Thomas wasn't doing it. He was a doubter. And that's fine. I get it. People doubt. Peter did it. But we don't need to. We just need to believe and receive them. And listen to this. In verse 26 says, And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Okay, so now Jesus came, Jesus came, comma, the doors being shut, comma, and stood in the midst, comma, and said, Shalom to you. <laughs> there he is, man. Look at that's the most pivotal role in a believer's life. Jesus Christ showed up at the door. <laughs> you ever pray for something and you want something and you can't get it? And you're like, oh, I wanted this, and you give up. That's when God says, Once you've given up, I come to your door and I will rescue you and give you what I want. Okay? We're teaching the gospel the Lord is right now. The Holy Spirit's teaching the gospel. We're not teaching any other message. We're not teaching uh, nothing but Jesus today and always at growing in His Word. Listen, Jesus is at the door. He's at the door. He's at your door. Right now, He's at your door. He's at your door right now. You 
who's listening to this message, he's at your door and he's saying, knock, knock. Will you be obedient to me? Do I have to physically show myself to you for you to believe? Wow. He didn't have to do that. He's blessed us. He came and died. Then he said to Thomas in verse 27, and this is what gets me. This is a radical statement. Oh my goodness. You ready for this? <laughs> it's amazing, man, because just when we doubt the Lord, man, he comes through every single time. <laughs> you, know, you get a flat tire on the on the side of the road and you're praying, oh God, help me. You know, and AAA passes by or whoever it may be. <laughs> You know, the stranger comes up and pops a new tire in there. It's like, man, where did that come from? And the guy says, God bless you. I'm a brother in the Lord, and Jesus put it on my heart to stop. Here it goes, man. Verse 27, listen. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger in your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing Oh, wow. What did he just say? What did Thomas just say? And, and, and verse, and, and, and verse 25, he said, so he said to them, unless I see his hands and print of his nails and put my finger into the prints of the nails and put his hand in his sides, I won't believe unless I do that. Jesus already knew what he was saying. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I got to calm down. Listen, Jesus, oh my God, listen to this. Jesus is walking. Imagine this. He's walking and he's already listening to his prayers. Or what he's saying. Unless I see his finger going his my, my finger into his side. I mean, this isn't, you know, this is finger looking good here, man. Like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Listen, he's walking. He's walking. Check it out. Listen, believers, listen. Take verse 24. Read it. Jesus doesn't even know. I mean, Jesus already knows. Thomas doesn't even know. Jesus isn't even in the room, and he's already listening to his prayers. And what does he tell him? Exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. And that's being in tune with the Holy Spirit, because Jesus Christ knows all things, and he knows everything. He knows our thoughts, and his thoughts are good for us, because he loves us. And he showed up and knocked on the door, and he's knocking on your door. And he's saying, look it, stick your finger in my side. If you'll do that, I'll provide. But my mercy and grace is so good, I'm going to provide anyways because I'm going to show up when you don't think I'm going to show up. And that's like the second coming of Jesus. He's coming. No, he's not. He's not coming. Oh, he's not coming. Oh, yeah, he's coming. Like a thief in the night, the Bible says. Listen. It's important. Reach your finger into your Bible and start reading it. Listen. Reach your finger in the Bible and start searching the scriptures. Because here it says right here, man, verse 28. Listen to this. And Thomas answered and he said to him, My Lord and my God. Right there. Wow. My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me and you have believed, blessed are those who have not even seen and yet have believed. He's talking about you. He's talking about you. He's talking about every single 
finger licking one of us. I gotta get some chicken now. I mean, this is making me hungry. This. <laughs> I gotta get some fried chicken. No, don't do it. I'm in the South, man, so I love fried chicken. Listen, listen. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. <laughs> I love this. This is the purpose. And listen, in verse 30 says, And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not even written in, in this book. But these are the written ones that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that believing you may have life in his name. I've been going through it lately, man. I don't know about you. But God is saying to everybody, don't worry, you have life. You have life. He knows us. He's come down. Life is too short, man. Life's too fast. One day you're 20. The next day you're 40. The next day you're 50. The next day you're 65. And the next day you're in heaven. Life's too short. We need, to, we need to live for Jesus. We don't got time to talk about people and rebuke others and sit there and, Oh, he said this. I got to go over there and have a sit down with him. Man, this isn't, this is, this is a, we don't got time for this drama. It's about Jesus. It's about loving others and serving others. I don't really want to hear what people say about me, quite frankly. I don't care. That's why I do this this verse by verse show. I do this radio show. This I mean, it's not a show; it's reality. I don't get paid a, a cent. No money. Don't want it. Don't want the commercial ads. It's all about Jesus. <laughs> I have a job. I work. But people need to understand that Jesus Christ is in love with them, and He has a plan for them, and He's knocking at your door. And if you're doubting him right now, you don't need to doubt him. You need to just be happy that you're you're alive and that Jesus Christ wants to use you for his glory. Amen. A lot of nuggets, man. A lot of nuggets in this chapter. But we're going to go on to chapter 21, man, because I want to talk a little bit of a preview of next week. Listen, Christ has appeared to his, his, appeared to his seven disciples. Okay, yeah, seven. Okay, but listen... Verse 21 says, After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in this way, he showed himself Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, comma, Nathaniel of Cana uh, in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and the two others of his disciples were together. They're all together. Now listen to this. Verse 3 says, Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. <laughs> they gotta, he's going to catch some grub. I'm telling you, this chapter is making me hungry. <laughs> they said to him, where are you go? We're, we're, okay, they said, they said to him, and, and uh, check this out. We're going with you also. And they went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. They caught nothing. Listen, we got to trust in Jesus so we can catch something. Verse 4 says, But when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. And verse 5 says, And Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? He's our Father. He's calling His children. We need to trust in Him because He's the provider. He will, he will fix you. He will heal you. He will, he will strengthen you. He will provide the food for you. And that's what he's going to do. Listen. And he answered them. They answered, no. 
They don't even own Tim yet. Listen. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So, so they cast and they know. Listen to this. And now they know they were able to draw. Listen to this. Ready? So now you're going to love this, you guys. So they cast and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of the fish. Okay? It's too heavy. It was too heavy. Jesus blessed them right there, man. He's, he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. He wants to fill your boat so much where you can't even... He wants... Oh, I'm going to get all this money. No, it ain't about the money. It's about Jesus. He wants to fill your boat full of love and mercy and compassion and, and genuineness for other people. He wants you to serve others, serve people, and then serve serve Jesus, but serve others. Listen, serve Jesus is my motto. Serve Serve your family and serve others. Your family is your ministry. If you're not called to preach, stay home and minister to your family. I don't want to hear it. My wife's not with it. Then stay home. Don't go out with the, where, where, where Jesus wants you to go out. This is for real. This is spiritually real. This is real. Not many pastors can be pastors. Brethren, not many of you can become pastors knowing that the judgment's stricter. It's a hard job, but the burden is light. We don't need interference, Jesus says. Stay home. But this is coming about freedom. Listen, the boat is filled full of food. He's blessing them with spiritual food. Not money. He didn't say, here's a million dollars. Now go invest it over here. No, he didn't. He said... Cast your nets over there, man. He's talking about go out and serve and find people and bring Jesus to them. Jesus wants you to be, believe, be, bring people that are lost to him. Because he's in love with them. He loves us. He loves us so much that he died for us and he rose. He did it. He's 100% God and 100% human. And it makes me want to cry. I'm so excited. When you don't have nothing, you can trust that He's going to come through for you. Every single moment. But we get in the flesh. And Jesus is saying, stop it. Stick your finger in your word. Stick your finger in my side. And love me. And I will never leave you. Nor forsake you. Because I love you. And I died for you. And he had him cast that net, man. And and he drew in the fish. He draws the fish in. We don't draw anything. We can't even draw our names right. It's his Holy Spirit that draws believers and non-believers to himself. Jesus wants the glory. Will you give it to him, leaders? Will you give it to them, believers? Will you give it to them? Praise the Lord. That's what it's about. Pastor Yoshi getting Pentecostal. <laughs> I don't care. I love the Pentecostals. If that's what it takes, drink it, Jesus said. Drink of me, woman. You'll never thirst again at the well. When she had multiple men. Are you stuck on. Are you stuck on something you can't get out of? 
Jesus says, I'll put it in reverse for you. I'll get you out. I'm going to bail you out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bail you out. But believe in me. Because I'm real. And you may not see me. But my disciples did. And I am living inside you. Now let my Holy Spirit work in you. Heavy chapter. Verse 6 says, And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side, because he's always right. We're not of the boat, and you'll find some. So they casted it, and now they were not able to draw again because of the multitude of the fish. Therefore, verse 7 says that the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. And now when Simon Peter heard that, it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and he plunged into the sea. Peter jumped into the sea because he loved Jesus. We need to plunge into the sea for Jesus. Not physically, not, don't, don't, don't go plunging into the ocean today. Don't jump off your boats. Everybody that's listening to the sermon in the ocean, on the satellites, don't don't jump into the ocean. <laughs> we need to jump into the spiritual ocean, Jesus Christ, and say, Lord, thank you for what you've done for me. And I want to trust in you. Father, we come before you, Lord, and we thank you for this chapter. Oh, Lord, what a blessing you are in our lives. Lord, we thank you for the things that you've given us. The time you've given us on this earth to go out and be about your business. Lord, we thank you for growing in his word because we can only grow in your word, Father. We love you, Jesus. We honor you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you guys for coming back to growing in his word. God bless you guys, man. And listen, we're, we're, we're doing this together, man. We're doing life together with the whole book of the whole Bible. Jesus is guiding Next week, we're going to be talking about Peter, man. We're going to be talking about how Christ speaks to Peter and how we need to respond to Christ in our own lives. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. We're almost done, man. We're going to be jumping into the book of Acts soon. And we love you guys. And God bless you, man. And thank you for growinginhisword.com. There you can find so much Bible study material. Growing in His Word was brought to you by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> God loves you guys, and and so do I. And may the Lord bless you guys. In Jesus' name, amen.